some sports were made only for the Olympics. You don't yeah. play them unless it's the Olympics. And some of these sports, the main goal of the sport is not to win the medal. The main goal of the sport is don't die before the end. Yeah, the Olympics are a great time, right? Yeah, they're all right. All right. Want to do this? Yeah. We're hanging. We're hanging. Small Town Scuttlebutt is brought to you by the one and only ParkStreetBooks.com. Thank you, Jim, for sponsoring our show once again. Don't forget to visit ParkStreetBooks.com or the brick-and-mortar store if you are local in Medfield. Park Street Books is New England's largest children's bookstore, and it rules. Small Town Scuttlebots. Welcome to episode 79. This one's different from the last 78 because this one's called episode 79. That's right. It's coming out to you on a Thursday, but you can listen to it any day of the week. Yep. Any day that ends in a Y, Mike. We are, <laughs> we've got some uh, Ushanka today. Yeah, we do. And it's based on the Olympics. Yes. Um, you might be boycotting the Olympics. You might love the Olympics. You might hate the Olympics. We are all over the map on that as well. Mm-hmm. So, boom, boom, boom. They should put words to that. Like, we are the planet Earth, and we all get along for two weeks every four years. Let's check the medal count. It's only USA against Russia and everybody else. <laughs> China is up there too, but they have major uh, human rights issues and we're not really rooting for them this time. Full disclosure, folks, me, Rick, that's my name, Mike across the table, we have different opinions on the Olympics. I actually love the Olympics. I prefer Summer Olympics over Winter Olympics, but there are some highlights of Winter Olympics that I get excited for. You are a big curmudgeon when it comes to yeah. Olympics. Explain yourself. Well, I just don't like how NBC like shoves it down your throat for months leading up to the Olympics, and then for two weeks, everybody suddenly thinks that curling is the most important thing on the face of the earth. Right. Like, n- nope, yeah. it's actually not. Yeah. And then when you're pretending to be an expert on the sport of curling because you watched it last night, mm-hmm. no thanks, I'm yeah. out. And then Bob Costas, remember when he had pink eye? And still was like, they need me on the air. I mu- The show must go on. That was the most terrifying thing. And everybody watching was like, get him off the screen. Why is he still talking? That's gross. Don't we have a, don't we have a B-squad person that we can just throw in? Yeah. And Bob Costas was like, no, it's my show. Yeah. This is the Olympics, baby. I like Bob Costas. Bob Costas. You know the best commentators now in the world, in America? Bob Costas and Al Michaels. You know who the worst is? Joe Buck. I knew you were going to say that. Get rid of that guy. Oh, I hate that guy. Yeah. From a, you know, what he, how he presents himself in his job. Not, how do you feel I, about... Nothing against him personally. How do you feel about Tony Romo? I like Tony Romo. He, he He's prone to, to uh, funny little gaffes and, and he, quirky awkwardness sometimes. But, gets, uh, boy, that guy knows what's going to happen on the screen before the guy hikes the football. But he gets cool. way too into the weeds on the technical jargon that nobody's going to understand well, unless a- you actually played the sport for at, you know at a high level and yeah. then the other thing is he gets far too emotionally excited about things and then doesn't finish his sentence 
because he's too worked up about the play that just happened. Interesting. Well, and if you're an announcer, it's kind of important that you finish a thought. Listen to us. Oh, I don't know that Tony Romo ever should have been offered the job, though. I, I don't know. You like him, so maybe yeah, I'm I wrong. get a kick out of him. Although I liked, uh, I liked um, uh, Dennis Miller doing Monday Night Football. I thought that sure. was great. I'm like, sure, he's bringing some Romanoff dynasty humor. Yeah. <laughs> like he's making references to. To Genghis Khan, on, I don't, but I, I appreciate the comedy there. Yeah. It was cool, and I think I learned something, or did I get more confused? But anyway, today we're going to talk about the Olympics. We're going to do it in the Ashanka format, right? Yes. We got the hat. We, we threw in a bunch of note cards in there. I don't know what you threw in there. You don't know what I threw in there. We're just going to go bang it out, right? Just right through it. Let's do it. Okay, first up. No, you got to play the music. Oh. Rick, Rick is really getting into it. He's he's bopping over there and he's he's uh, pumping his fists. I don't know. I just something about your uh, production quality, Mike. What you bring to it, it was very cool. I like that. You got you got some muscular. I mean, muscular. No, what? musical. <laughs> I'm wow. sorry. I thought it was a faux pas, boy. Yeah. Oh boy, you do look good today. In that Thank, flannel. You Thank wear you, that sir. flannel well. All right, the first one here. Let's just dig into the Ashanka. It's over here. Okay, this one says. China is hosting again. Okay. That one was written by me, mm-hmm. of course, right? Because I'm going to go down. I, I don't, this is, by the way, we have to be positive. Last week, yes. I think that was, that was self therapy for you and me. You came in and we just, can we talk about this for a second? Sure. Last week's show was 30 minutes of you and I just getting stuff off our chest that pisses us yeah. off about the winter, right? Yeah. Allie called it the complaining episode. Was it? That's a good name for it yeah. because, um, I really leaned into people that, that flip up their windshield wipers. Why do I yeah. care? Like, I don't know. Like, but it bothers me when people just do stuff. Yeah. So we're keeping this one positive. So we're going to be positive. Okay. And, and I'm going to start off. I don't know how you get positive, though, when you talk about China getting to host the Olympics again. I'll just say this. What are we doing? Are we? Do we really care about human rights? Because we look at your feet. Are you wearing Nikes? Four out of ten of you just said, yep, yep, guilty. Um. And then the other thing is they get to host the Olympics like every other Olympics. Yeah. And it's like we know what they're doing. They they actually put up storefronts and facades. They they actually move villagers out. Like they're being like, you guys are riffraff. Get out of here. We don't want to see people like you living like you do in our country. <laughs> we're, we're creating a Disney World environment here because the cameras are coming. They just pushed some Dutch guy out of, the, out of a shot that he was trying to do a story. Did you hear about this guy? No. There yeah, was yeah. a... A European reporter. journalist, reporter, yeah. on camera, live, like doing his his piece, and Chinese officials were like, "Nope, you are not doing this." Uh, be- oh, because they were doing it in front of a unauthorized um, shooting area. Mm. You can't get this in the video. This is bad China. We don't want people to see bad China. So you have to turn your camera ninety degrees over here, where we set up Disney World for you. I'd be interested to know though what percentage of host countries do this because I feel like it probably is very common. Of like, oh, this this is what we want you to see. Let's let's not, you know, if, if you're giving somebody the tour of Fort Lauderdale, you're going to show them the new auto toy store. But across the street uh, are the slums of Fort Lauderdale. You, you'll be going through the same area. If I'm giving you a tour, though, I am going to direct your attention towards the new auto toy store where it's all exotic cars. I got you. I'm not going to I'm not going to be like, look over here. Yeah, no, oh, I man. hear you. Well, Mike, you're, you're like, how many countries do this? I know for a fact in 1984, 
Mm-hmm. Do you remember where the Summer Olympics were held? Summer Olympics. Well, what, in were year, what year were you born? I was born in '83. Okay, this was my my coming of age to the Olympics. I remember this was Mary Lou Retton mm. all over the all over the TV. What country? Uh, no, sorry. I, what country hosted the Olympics? Yeah. What What continent are we dealing with? Uh, North was, America. I thought it was North America, but this is not when it took place in Lake Placid because that was the Winter Olympics. Yeah, and that was 1980. I asked you 1984. Right. Was it like was it, was but, but, it out in like Colorado or something? You know what? There are so many people listening right now that are I know. so mad at you right now. Yeah, and guess what? I'm younger than you. So the United I'll, States, Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. The Coliseum because the Coliseum. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So this is what America is guilty. I'm of sorry, doing. I don't study uh, past Olympics because guess what? This is why I don't like the Olympics. <laughs> Once they're done, nobody cares. No, that's not true. Guess what? The '84 Olympics. I don't care. Oh my god. The I don't 80- study this. Stuff. I love the 1980 Olympics. I'm I complaining love the 84 again. Olympics. I'm going to stay yeah, positive. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, we're going to be positive. positive episode. Summer of 1984 mm-hmm. in Southern California, as you can imagine, was extremely dry, and the field got spray painted green. That's that's the extent of my knowledge on when the United States feeds you a little, yeah, a little makeup and and uh, propaganda, propaganda, yeah. Yep. But you know, I think everyone appreciates the aesthetically pleasing look of a green field as opposed to like a browned out field, right? Sure. It wasn't like we were covering up, you know, storefronts mm-hmm. with fake movie prop stuff. I would like to not see Olympics in a country that is so egregious with their human rights violations and uh, environmental disregard, mm-hmm. right? Let's start rewarding the countries that are actually caring and trying. Like, the economic stimulus that China is getting, they're being rewarded. Right. Like, when my son acts out and doesn't finish his dinner and maybe he got up from his seat without being excused, like, for the third time, do you think, like, when he asks for ice cream later, he's getting it? No. Yeah. No, man, that goes to the kid that that sat and... So you would like to see, like, Finland host. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, a country that I actually associate with winter. Mm. Let's. Get, I know that China's got mountains and they get snow and stuff and all that, but there's like Norway, Sweden, Finland, yeah, Canada, Iceland, Greenland. Yeah. How about what just other places do you know? Antarctica. That's okay. Yep. You that, know, no one's ever hosted that. That's no there. man's land. Right. You know, like that's who's hosting the the planet. Yeah. Earth penguins hosted by Earth. Yep. Okay, so. My take on China, I don't want to see the Olympics in China anymore. I, I'm done. I'm done with China. Mm-hmm. Give it to someone who's more deserving. All right. Next up. Well, what do you, what's your take? China, yes or no? I don't think they... I I do feel like the, China and Russia seem to host the Olympics an, an inordinate... inordinate in, excuse me. Yeah, try that again. China and Russia seem to host the Olympics an in, inordinate amount. Um, so, yeah, I guess I would like to see it other places, but it's not like I want to see it in the U.S., like... I don't know. Again, I don't care about the Olympics. Yeah, I live here. I want to, I want to learn and see other places. Yeah. You know, let's go to Helsinki. Sure. Capital of what country? Finland. Good job. All right, let's talk to topic number two. You ready for this one? Yep. Oh, you pick one out. Luge. Luge. We talked about figure skating potentially not being a sport. Let's yeah. talk about the luge. Mm-hmm. You mean uh, sl- professional sledding? Professional sledding. <laughs> so Rick said, hey, let's talk about some Olympic events. Yep. You're doing some homework? Yeah, I turned on the TV to see what Olympic event was on, and lo and behold, it's the luge. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. It looks fun. Yeah. Looks like a fun thing. Here, uh, climb onto this death trap and go down <laughs> Go down this concrete hill with ice yeah. as fast as you possibly can. Yeah, we sprayed it with water last night yeah. when it was 20 below zero. It looks fun. Give it a whirl. Uh, 
but the announcer even seems to acknowledge that it's not a sport. Get out. They call these people sliders. Mm-hmm. They're, they call it sliding. Sliding. Like you're, you're admitting, yep, they're just sliding down a hill. This is eerily familiar to the time and, when I was talking about the rosebud sleds. Yes. And you go sledding, and you said some people call it... Slay, sleigh riding. Sleigh riding, and that was an egregious offense to, yes. to what... We do as yep. kids. It's sledding. Yep. Now I'm I'm equally irritated with the semantics in the word choice in the vernacular here. Like, what are we calling that? Sliding. Sliding. No, which it's, it's which, sledding. Now, mind you, there is a decent amount of athleticism happening. Uh, you can't see it because it looks like the guy's just trying not to die. Mm-hmm. But okay, he's like using his legs to control the runners, and he's he's contorting his stomach. He needs to know when the turn is coming so that. He, but you're dealing with like thousandths of a second, so a, a certain amount of it is going to be luck. Mm-hmm. But so they're calling it sliding. The lady said the first time he slid this track. Oh, yuck! What? No. Like it just makes it sound like it's not a sport. It's, and then, no, it sounds like they lost control. Last time he slid yeah. down this track. Um, the, but the, she also sounded very bored. It was like I was listening to NPR. Mm. Do sports? Oh, like in the, in the Where, golf tone? Like, yeah, okay, she's he's here for birdie now. Yeah, the the first time he slid this track. Oh god, because yeah, uh, you have to be quiet. But is she, you're concentrating or something? But she's talking about how exciting it was, mm. but it didn't sound it at all. So it's yeah, okay. Um, so this this was my favorite quote that she said. Ready? Mm, yeah. It was a 19 year old from whatever country, Latvia, I think, uh-huh. and she said, "So much composure for this young athlete." So much composure. He's a 19-year-old. <laughs> Going sledding. Sledding <laughs> on international TV. Yeah. What composure? Oh. This kid's living the dream. Yeah, He's totally. 19, and everybody's rooting for him while he sleds down a hill. Yeah, with nothing to lose. Such composure. Lose is a joke. Um, I'm keeping it positive, though. Yeah, we're keeping it positive. Have you seen the two-man luge? It's a real thing. It is a real thing. The bobsled, you mean. Two-man bobsled, four-man bobsled. Oh, no, that's different. Luge. You know how... How does that work with two people? There's no way you and me are doing this sport together. Why not? Because we would have to wear... Because you're too aroused? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I'm not sitting on your lap. Dude, it is two guys in a skin-tight... What do they call those things? Unitard. A G-suiters or something, right? They're like, it's it's a one-piece skin-tight thing. Yeah, footy pajamas. Yeah. And one guy lays down on his back... Mm Mm-hmm. And the other guy lays down on his back on top of the other guy. Hmm. How do they decide who's the top and the bottom? I bet there's a certain name for like the the guy on the top and the guy on the bottom. They don't call him, are you a top or a bottom? That's just weird. I think what it ultimately is, is now you're not only a grown man sledding, Mm -hmm. but you're a grown man that still wants to go sledding with his best friend. Yeah. (laughs) Which is just silly. Yeah. It is funny. All right. Can we stop talking about luge? Oh, it's your turn to dip into the Ashanka, Michael. Okay, so we've covered China and the luge. Next up, we have bobsled. Now, bobsledding's awesome. There is something about watching bobsled. Now, if you can get past how phallic the actual sled is, the sport itself does look very cool. There's just something about it. They're rocketing down the thing. Mm -hmm. Can I tell you something? I don't know how, how it's much different from luge, to be honest. And... I, like, I guess you need a little more of a track background to do bobsled versus luge. Yes, which would explain why the Jamaican team, oh, whoa, the Jamaican doesn't snow there. Yeah, but if you got four guys with super muscular thighs that can do, like, a, a, a 440, you know, yeah. or whatever they do, right, on the track, 
Yeah. Uh, imagine what they could do pushing that sled, getting yeah. momentum, hopping in, and letting physics yeah. play down the hill, right? So it, it kind of makes sense. Uh, Bob sledding. Mm-hmm. I don't want to brag, but uh, oh boy, here someone in this room got to go down the bobsled run at Lake Placid, and it ain't you, bro. No, I just sat in the bobsled outside of the zigzag pub. And got your picture taken. Yeah. yeah. So you went to Lake Placid, yeah. and you didn't partake in one of the greatest life experiences known to mankind or that, humankind. That is correct. That's too bad. Yeah. Let me. Let me. What's tell you. the name of that? It's like uh, Ho- Hoovenville. What is it called? Who, who win? Uh, it's called Lake Placid, and there's a mountain. No, with... no, no, no. It starts with an H. Well, while you look that up, I'm gonna yeah. um, I'm gonna humble brag my experience going down the U.S. Olympic bobsled run at Lake Placid. You can do it. It, I went about ten years ago with my dad and some friends, and it was sixty bucks for a run, and that run lasts about forty-five seconds. And you're like, whoa, that's a that's a quick way to blow your money. No, because then you get to live to tell about it, and it was awesome. It was incredibly awesome. You you get a helmet, you get in the sled, you have a U.S. Olympic driver. He's in the front, and you get the brake man. He's in the back. Yeah. And by the way, those, it's Mount Van Hovenberg. Okay, Mount Van Hovenberg. Now yeah, that's he, where you went bobsledding. Yes, and they and they start you from the middle of the mountain. Because if you went to the top, it's just too much. Let me tell you how exhilarating this was. You, So me and my dad sat in the middle of the bobsled, right? Uh-huh. The driver and the brake man started running the sled down, right? So you're just a passenger. You are just a, You are going for the ride. You are not doing what anything. What a fun job those guys have. Yeah, I know. Just provide They're weight. legitimately professional yeah. sledders. Hold your, hold your helmet just the right way so we get the, the aerodynamics right. Okay, don't screw that up. Like, yeah. Anyway... Me and my dad are going down, and they're like, you're going down this thing. It's like a paint shaker, like, and it's loud. It's like, yeah. consistently for 45 seconds. It's it's as smooth as that ice is. You are, like, going down on a double runner ice skate, basically. Yeah. And uh, we reached, uh, we exceeded 60 miles an hour in this thing. And the, the big, giant, like, drop uh-huh. when we were when we maxed at 60 plus miles an hour on a sled on ice, right? Mm-hmm. You see a turn that does like a 90 degree in like, you know, 30 yeah. yards yep. of, of track. And you're like, this is going to pull a G force, which it did. We were actually inverted. I looked to my side, to my right, and I'm looking Close, down at the ground. Closest to being Maverick you've ever been. <laughs> yeah, we were inverted. I even did the, see, we were inverted. Yeah, I should have had a Polaroid taking a picture of it. You yeah. know, a little, little chipmunk looking up at me. Um, it was awesome, dude. It was awesome. And I encourage anyone to do it. You make a drive to Lake Placid, New York, and you go down the bobsled run. Specifically, you'll want to find Mount Von, Van Hovenberg. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I got to do that with my kids. I am a little disappointed. She's probably my wife, too. I don't think she'd have the... Uh, she's not a thrill seeker, mm. you know, but neither are me and my son. Rosie would do it. She yeah. would do it all day long. Go ahead. I am a little disappointed because I was excited. I couldn't wait... For you to end your story so I could ask what speed you thought you were going. Oh, they tell you what. Do you know what, what's going to happen? Yeah. Well, because I, the, the website that I pulled up to find out the name of the hill, mm-hmm. the mountain, says reach speeds of up to 55 miles an hour. And I was really hoping you were going to be like, oh, we were going 86 <laughs> miles an yeah. hour. Now, we, it says 55. We, we, I can, I, I'll, 
I'll tell the story on my deathbed. We exceeded sixty miles an hour. We okay, were, we were told. And, yeah. yeah, so I think, well, you might have gone before, you know, before you needed to sign your life away. Yeah, and, and yeah. all these safety regulations. Yeah, and yeah. I stood yeah. up. I was yeah. like, I'm standing. I'm doing this. Like, yeah. I'm getting my money's worth. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, bobsled's cool. You know what freaks me out? The only thing in 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 Winter Olympics that makes me really scared is when the bobsled flips mm. and for about and their heads are just dragging yeah, along. Yeah, for like a quarter mile, they are like sliding on their helmets. Yeah. Hold. And by the way, you're not strapped in. Right. Like you are. There's bars on the side that they hold onto. So what they're doing is holding. The, they're doing a pull up, holding it. Yeah. And minimizing the weight they're putting on their helmets. Mm-hmm. That's scary. That is awful. Bobsledding. Yeah. Remember there used to be like guys, like you just see the bobsled shoot off the track and stuff. That ha- doesn't really happen as much anymore. It, like d- people used to die doing oh, that. Oh yeah, right? sure, yeah. Like I haven't seen that in a while. No. Let's not jinx it, but. Right, right. Bobsledding. Did you only put bobsledding in the Ushanka so you could tell your story about Mount Van Hovenberg. Do I do I sound like a guy that likes to gloat and and get on my soapbox about yeah, these you're major right. feats? Pick another one, Mike. <laughs> All right, so I just pulled out ski jumping, a sport that I don't understand how. You, I'll I'll give it to you. It's a sport, mm-hmm. but at the same time, all you're really doing in this sport, kind of like the luge, kind of like uh, uh, some of the other ones, all you're doing is trying not to die. You're going down a yeah. gigantic ramp mm-hmm. that then lifts up there's there's no need for this sport at what point in history was somebody mm. like okay so you need to get down the mountain but then at the bottom of the mountain there's going to be a gigantic jump there i don't understand how it got started i don't understand why it's still a thing it's impressive but i've said it before it's another thing that's impressive like unicycling or juggling mm. or magic this is what you've decided to practice i love it when we I don't get it i love it when we disagree I watch that, and that's the one sport I watch where I say I would never try that. Yeah, you, you that's, could not pay me. Same here. A, but that's if ex- you gave me a million dollars of unmarked bills in a suitcase and said just one run, I'd say absolutely no way, no way. But that's exactly my point. And the reason you would say no way is, but why? <laughs> why are we doing this? Whose idea was oh, this? Oh God! And the fact that there are yeah. other people out there that yeah. go. Well, I need to move to Lake Placid, New York for the year so that I can practice this idiotic thing. <laughs> it just blows my mind. Like, there are people that are so committed to this nonsense idea yeah. of going down a hill but then flying off of the hill and trying not to die. But I love to watch. But there, it's, there, it's successful for the same reason Evil Knievel was. You're watching it to be like... What's going to happen to this guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, that guy landed it, but don't worry. There's six more guys that still haven't gone. One of them is going to spill. There's so- nothing scarier than watching someone land, and then they get on a wobbly leg, and I'm just like, oh, my God, that's an ACL yep. blowout. That's a knee that's just – a kneecap is going to, like, spring out of his suit. Yep. Oh, horrible. But before that, the grace, like, they are flying. They have those yeah. skis in a V formation and their arms out, like, by their side, yeah, and they're trying to just look so st- like a statue, like a stoic, just like a superhero. Yeah, I'm talking your language. Well, now. yeah, just shy of a cape, they're like a superhero just flying in the air. They and should you have say those... statue. I think they look like a hood ornament, kind of like oh, it, yeah. you know, like the uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think there's a lot of skill and technicality in that sport. I think you know it would make it more fun if they had those Red Bull like flying suits. Mm. Just yeah, I mean essentially they're trying to be a flying squirrel. Yeah, and then you've got a secondary contest: who goes the farthest? I thought that's part of how they score it. Oh, I don't know. Maybe again, I don't really watch it. 
It's one of those channel flips. You watch a couple. Yeah. That's the thing. You watch a couple. Yeah, how many do we need? It's to like, oh, there's 10 people in it. How are the U.S. doing? Oh, they're out of it. Okay, bye. Yep. Next one. We, we spent too much time yep. on that. Speed skating. Speed skating. Got nothing bad to say about this one, right? Yeah. Speed skating is the one, uh, probably out of all Olympic sports, mm-hmm. speed skating just looks cool. How so? They are flying around the track. Mm-hmm. But when they take the turn, so you were talking about ski jumping, how how graceful they are in the air. When you see all of those people flying around the curve, mm. and they all put their hand down low, and they it's it's very graceful as they as they take the turn of the track, and then all of a sudden it's like you got to get right back into your stride and be going all out. It's just a cool thing. But then just like uh, uh, ski jumping, part of why you're watching is to to see. Are they all are they all gonna make it around? Because when one guy goes down, he, it's not just oh, oopsie daisy. Uh, Finland's out this round. It's Finland's out, but he just took out four other competitors on the track. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's it's a scary thing, but yeah, people are kind of secretly watching for the for the blowout, right? Yeah. It is kind of cool when they make those tight turns where they have their hands like on the ice. You know, their fingertips are gliding along the ice because they're at like maybe a twenty degree angle. To the ice as they're making that turn you can really get a lot of speed on a turn yeah do you remember uh dan jansen when he was like all the rage back in 94 or whenever that was i'll go along with it the name sounds familiar yeah. but if you said what sport i would he, not know he was the american speed skater and he was like you know mm-hmm. he was the big deal okay. and all our hopes were on him and I, I feel like the first time he went to the olympics he totally failed and then oh. the second time i think he won oh it's a I story of perseverance yeah. yeah well and that's the thing that's how they always try to lure you into the Olympics. Yep. They, they give you everybody's backstory, so mm-hmm. you're rooting for somebody. They prop you up as a hero, a national hero. and Yep. And then when he fails, it's like, eh, it's part well, of the story. Right. Well, we're moving on. <laughs> yeah, we got to go yeah. find another what's, hero. What's the next sport? <laughs> yeah, what's Quick. coming up? All right. Who's cooler, Dan Jansen or Apollo Ono? Yeah. Next one. That was a valid question. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Neither do the scuttlebuds. <laughs> what's next? Curling. Curling. Oh, hey, Mike. What are we going to say about curling that everyone has not already said about curling? It's there not is a sport. An, it's not a sport. No, it is. It's called a leisure sport or a remedial yes. sport. It is a sport in the same way bowling is, and yeah. here's why. There's an episode of the show Losers. Mm-hmm. I don't or Loser. It's on Netflix. It's a great documentary where they document like someone that just blew it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's an episode of Loser that is about, I believe, the Canadian curling team. That's a national sport in Canada. Yeah. Uh and the the guy talks about how like the first year they were he was on the team everybody was like they were drinking they were partying like it's it's a it's essentially picture like the the guys from the old Chicago you know dog bears yeah you know? right right it's a bunch of guys like that uh-huh. that are hanging out yeah. doing this quote sport yeah but they're all treating it like bar time you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh and then so they lost and then you know then then they got serious about it we're gonna train for this yeah and then you know they win whatever but it's not a sport yeah i you know what it is it was a i'm guessing it was a pastime for bored canadian ice fishermen yes. much in the out. way that bocce is yeah it's like i gotta or, get out of this bob house it's i'm getting it's a little you know it's too many guys here in the bob house let's go outside get some fresh air yeah. hey here's a stone yeah slide it i bet you can't hit that other stone. Yeah. It's bocce on oh, ice. Oh, yeah? You want to put five bucks on it? Yeah, I do. It's it's bocce and shuffleboard. Yep. And With a little bit of cornhole with because of, of the corn. drinking. Yep. 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 So 
it's kind of a fun thing to do. I bet. I bet Probably. it's kind of fun. If we oh, yeah. if we did it, it would be cool. Uh, you got to that watch little it. squeegee thing. I don't understand. Like like you're sweeping. Like oh, the friction. It's it's slowing it down. Wow, that's. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's something with like the air pressure. Dude, who cares? I don't care. Who cares? Move on. All right. Skeleton. Now Ooh. this is luge, but face first on your belly. This is for again the... sledding. Yeah. Only they call it skeleton because that's the part of your body that's going to get smashed to pieces if you crash. Yeah, all of it. Luge uh, looks fun, but what if we added a neck injury to it? <laughs> Seriously, that is nuts. Yeah. Like, make, chalk that one up with uh, ski jumping, uh, a sport that I would never, ever, 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 ever try. I, and my kids, as long as they live under my roof, never would they be allowed to do that. Nope. Not doing it. If my son wanted to play football, I'd be like, yeah, man, you know, proper supervision and equipment. But if Charlie said, I want to do one skeleton run down this track, I say, you well, would say over my dead body? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yep. Yep. I'm like, I got My job is to protect my kids and make sure they don't die. I feel like Charlie would be good at skeleton. Why? What, what, what qualifications does well, he he's, have? Like, he's got that taste for adventure, and I think that's really all you need for, for yeah, skeleton. But he, yeah. I don't know. I think you got to use your brain. You know, like, think this one's your pal. Do you? I think the skeleton guys. That... <laughs> That's what they're lacking. That's yeah. a, We need a skeleton team. Who wants to do that? I'll do it. Yeah, okay. Oh, we didn't talk about biathlon. We got to talk about biathlon. Yeah. Skiing and shooting guns. What? This was yeah. developed in Montana by ranchers. That no, I disagree. I think this was developed, um, this was developed by Ian Fleming. Yeah, in yes. One of, in one of the original James Bond movies. Yes, which one was it? Uh, you know the one. But Ian Fleming created this sport. You need to ski as fast as you can, mm-hmm. uh, but then there's going to be a target to your left. You're going to have to take out that target mm-hmm. before continuing your clandestine operation. Yeah. Uh, before the next target, which will be on your right, you're going to have to take that one out too. Now, you want to do this quickly because uh, at, when you get to the end, there's going to be um, another villain uh, well, no. When you get to the end, you've you've got a spy, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's going to be a really cool downhill alpine ski segment uh, where it's just the two of you crisscrossing. Yeah, looks really cool from the helicopter shot. There might be an avalanche coming in, and then we get into the <laughs> intro theme song. People are going to eat this up. You know what that sport needs? That is, is the opening scene of half of the James Bond franchise. I want them to exchange those rifles for paintball guns and actually have to yeah. shoot at each Take other. Take each other out. Oh, yes. that would be cool. Like, I Let's like a do game, that. I like a game with offense and defense. That's yes. why, like, what's figure skating? It's dodgeball like, I want on cross-country skis. I want offense and I want defense. I want someone preventing you from getting what you want to do accomplished. That is half of a sport in and my mind. And you have to sneak up on the other guy. Yeah. You gotta like, find a way to. Like I have no control over that person's success. There's no one stymieing their plan. Like there's nothing stopping him from hitting that target except yes. his own bad aim. Right. Like I well, want. Well, you have to you have to calm yourself because your heart is racing, your your chest is heaving. Everyone but you're knows. To steady everyone your knows you hold your breath when you pull the trigger. But I like your idea. Mm-hmm. So okay, new rules of biathlon. The scuttlebutt biathlon rules are this. Mm-hmm. You've got a, a, you've got a large area, multiple acres with boundaries. Mm-hmm. Kind of like capture the flag. Yes. Okay. There's trees. There's obstacles. There's Boulders, rocks. Whatever. Yeah. You need to get from one end to the other, crossing through a couple checkpoints. Oh, go through the gauntlet. Yes. You've got to cross. You have to cross through like let's say five checkpoints along the way. Mm-hmm. You can't hang out just like 
bases, you can't hang out at these checkpoints, but you do have to pass through them. Now, you can use any part of this uh, course that you want, but your goal is to take out as many competitors along the way as you can. If you get hit by a paintball, you are out. Mm-hmm. And it's a last man standing event. So let's yeah. say four guys make it to the end. Mm-hmm. Now you got to take each other out. And whoever gets hit last or doesn't get hit at all yeah. wins the trophy. Mm-hmm. And by trophy, I mean gold medal. <laughs> That's right. New sport. Put it in the books. 2026, here we come. And what's the name of that sport? Scuttlebutt Biathlon. I love it. We should play that. Scuttlebuttlethon. Anything else? All right. There's one more in here if you want to do it. All right. Freestyle skiing. Freestyle skiing. What is that? Is that kind of like figure skating downhill? Yeah. These are the guys that are like, hey, watch me do a helicopter. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. This is like... uh, like aerial skiing, I guess. Oh, I thought I it was kind of like skis on the ice, and they're like doing turns and twists. Oh, now I'm skating backwards. I'm oh, I don't just know. Skate on one leg. Yeah, like, didn't, I thought... didn't aerial skiing used to be its own, used to be its own thing? But freestyle skiing, uh, this is like the '80s ski movie villain guy. <laughs> like I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick your ass on the slopes, and I'm gonna look cool doing it. Yeah, his that's, name is. That's the sport that yeah, we're talking. Yeah, he has blonde hair, and his name is Todd. Yeah. And he drives a Porsche 911. Yes. And he's got a pretty girlfriend. Right. Yeah. Who who is at wit's end with his snobbery. Yeah, she is done. Yeah. 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 But but she can't leave him yet. And if you play your cards right and you beat <laughs> Todd on the slopes, <laughs> yes. you might have a chance. Right. Uh, As the credits roll, see, she's going to realize that she liked you yeah, all along. And you saved me from this egotistical. Of a life of hell yeah. of a guy that drives a Porsche. That's right. Oh my god, we just we just basically summarized a context of every, every 80s, 80s ski movie. Yeah. How many of them were there? Oh, at least 3. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, get us out of here. All right, what did we learn? While there are a lot of sports in the Olympics that may or may not be legitimate and may or may not be cool, there's a new sport on the block mm-hmm. and it's called the Scuttlebuttlethon. <laughs> And that sport is awesome. Oh, yeah, it is. And in 2026, the world is going to tune in, and they are going to say, what is this? Yeah. And a whole wave. We're talking giant movement. Yeah. A whole generation of kids will uh-huh. be moved to join this new sport. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be awesome. And they're going to make a movie? And hey, Olympics, if you don't want this sport, guess what? The X Games, Red Bull, you're up. You're on deck. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's do this. We're skiing. All right, enjoy the Olympics if that's your thing, and we'll see you next time. USA!